This is media writer Joe Garofoli, and you are listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast. Welcome to the 49th, oh, yeah. 49th Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. 49, also uh, the great Earl Cooper. Earl Cooper, yes. <laughs> and Dwayne Woodruff from the uh, world champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Ah, nice. You know, Earl Cooper was out of Rice University and plotted in, plotted in I think, was the first score in the uh, Super Bowl. The first... Rice University, they don't, they don't crank out a lot of football no. talent. And he, he had to quit because he had uh, migraine headaches. Oh. Which everybody's going to have once they listen to the... You know, we're on the precipice of 50. 50. A half century of mediocrity. <laughs> of lameness. A half century of nothingness. All right, so we're, we actually got to, you know what, we're going to break tradition, because we, we're packed today, right? As always. We're packed. We've got so many letters, we have emails, we've got calls, we've got like a load of anger. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of anger. We could go back and talk about opening day, which is travesty, but there were, good, the good part was there was a lot of beers. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I, was, I started at the 21st Amendment, which is a, a place I love. <laughs> I forgot uh, if the Giants won or not. <laughs> Well, they didn't, but uh, yeah. But how could you forget spending uh, seven dollars a beer or eight now? And I brought you a beer during the game. You did, but Oscar took it. Yeah. God. Oscar, <laughs> never only, trust the book critic. You know what? Well, he had just won. They just found out that he was a kingmaker in the Pulitzer. He was a Prizes. kingmaker. Should we put that in this news? Yeah. yeah. Oscar uh, was a Pulitzer. Pro- Oscar Villalone was a uh, 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 Pulitzer Prize uh, judge for the for fiction, and uh, he pushed the book. Uh, to get it into the finals, to get nominated, and uh, it won. Yes. Kingmaker. And he got the uh, news during the game. Got the news during the opening day of the Giants game on a cell phone, prior to getting your beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we're packed. We have so much stuff, uh, but we have an a, uh, international email. Yes. Our w- first ever email yes. from France. From, yes, from, from, France. from France. Specifically Paris, I believe. Specifically Paris. All right. And, it, uh, and there was a special request in here that we read it in the first five minutes of the podcast. Yes. Well, we, you know what? If, if you live in Paris, we'll pretty much do anything for you. I'm going to Paris uh, in June for yes. two weeks. To celebrate a, a decade of greatness. Yeah. A decade <laughs> of decadence, as Motley Crue would yes, say, exactly. of your wedding <laughs> vows. This is Jer from the Pair. How about Jerry from the Perry? Jerry from Perry. Oh, good, good. I like that. Good one. A lot of phlegm coming. uh, Yeah, you're honing your French. uh, You might want to put a screen up. (laughs) We, Dear Benny, he sends it to Benny. I'm sending this to you because at the end of the last podcast, the phone number was given, but not the email address. I know the guys were anxious to get to the game and start popping anchors teams. On the website for TGTM, the only email link is yours. So hope you receive this and we'll pass it along because I am in need of help. All right. Dear Monsieur Tim and Garçon de Question, <laughs> I have become a big fan of your podcast. My partner needs about an hour's more sleep than I do, so I used to get up, tiptoe around, and work. Now I download your podcast each week, stay in our warm bed, switch on my iPod, and listen to TGTM. Wow, the dulcet tones. It has been great. Within about five minutes, I too am sound asleep. <laughs> Oh, what a setup. Oh, wow, set up with a even kidney punch right after. Hurt. Didn't even see that coming. Oh. Here is my question. I am living in Paris and can't see the shows on TV that you have recommended or rent the DVD, so I'm dependent upon iTunes, which actually works really well. Mm. Thanks to you. 
I've enjoyed Mad Men, The Riches, Weeds, Dexter, The Tudors, Lost, and Damages. Mm, good lineup. We also talk about Rome, Slings and Arrows, and especially The Wire, among others, which I would love to see. I saw the first season of 30 Rock and Friday Night Lights. Excellent. But then NBC started making their programs available on iTunes. I realize people can watch on NBC's website with commercials, ugh, or on Hulu. But neither works outside of the U.S. Okay. Mm. None of that was a question, but here it is. Since networks and cable make money from people like me paying for content on iTunes, why don't they want to do it? Mm. And any suggestions for those of us who live out of the country? It seems you have a growing legion of foreign listeners. You bet we do. So I assume I am not alone in my problem. Also, I decided to take your recommendation and download Rescue Me, but only the current season is available. What's Mm. with that? (laughs) And no Battlestar Galactica on iTunes, iTunes this season? A huge disappointment. Finally, a favor to ask. If you decide to answer my question, could you do it in the first five minutes <laughs> to make sure I'm still awake to hear it? <laughs> Thanks for your time and your help. Jer from the pair. Jerry from Paris. <laughs> P.S. Thanks for forwarding this, Benny, and great job of saving as much of the Eddie Izzard interview as you did. Eddie Izzard. Yes. Eddie Izzard, sorry. Mm. Uh, really great. Excellent. From Paris. From Paris. Yes. Uh, now that we're in Paris... Are we Parisians? That's from the moderns. Now wow. we're in Paris. Are we Parisians? That was in uh, the Can, moderns. So this is a very romantic, you know, cuddling up with the TVTM. Yes. With his lover in Paris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can hear like an accordion warbling in the background. I wonder if his partner is thinking, what, 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 is, he, what is he doing? What, yeah. what is he listening to? Why is he listening to two dorks? Two dorks. Two dorks talk about you know what television once I in a while. I know why. Yeah. It's audio porn. You think it's a, uh, a table tickle setter. tickle the funny bones. And we shorten the robes. You know, you got to go sh- much shorter in Paris. Oh, my God. The foreign cut is oh, extremely no. short. <laughs> the, yes, it's no the, way. The, yeah. the Euro cut yeah. is, uh, is very revealing. Yeah, yeah. you got to do some crunches. I think it's actually banned in this country. It's I, so I, short. Well, of course, of co- we would ban it because we're prudes, this yeah. country. We'd rather see somebody's eye get popped out than like a nipple. Right. Or some gardening. Oh, my. The full garden. Ah. And, of course, being Europe, there's no trimming. Really? Yeah. Europeans are all about the oh, this hair. Go, yeah, all about it. Um, I'm I'm down on that. Am I going to go to Paris and see a lot of hair? Yeah, you see, you see everything. <laughs> Most of you don't want to. Uh, you know that uh, Jer uh, didn't say which arrondissement he's from. I wonder <laughs> wow, where he's from. Wow, very Thank nice. You. Thank you. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yeah, I brought it right there. With, wow, that's uh-huh. very impressive. Yeah. You'll be, you'll be throwing out metro stops soon. Pretty soon. I, 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 we're going to be in the third, I believe, between the third and the fourth. Uh, nice little spot. What was this question? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. iTunes. I'll tell you why. You know what? NBC, the reason that they're not on iTunes is, is actually um, um, not totally fairly obvious, but in a business sense, it's pretty straightforward. They're trying to battle iTunes. They don't like the iTunes policy. They don't like... Uh, you know, kowtowing to uh, iTunes and 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 having uh, um, everything get set to the, by them, the price, uh, what the whatnot. So NBC decided that they would branch off with Fox, and they got, and they started Hulu.com. Um, CBS has not joined them. CBS has their own thing, InnerTube, which is lame, by the way. Um, ABC has not joined them because they're Disney and they're going to do their own thing. So uh, all these uh, all these uh, these networks, which are owned, and a lot of cable companies too, which are owned by you know conglomerates, are going to try to battle iTunes. So they don't want to be on iTunes. But I think that the savvier people will realize if you're not on iTunes, no one's going to buy it. 
they're not going to buy. No one has a good delivery system. They don't have a good inventory. Um, I'm sure I'll get letters and emails from the companies that who who are going to say that they do. But it, the ease of use, and it, you know, it's just it's typical Apple, right? Yeah. It's typical Cannot Apple. Beat the Apple uh, user experience. User experience is just tremendous, and iTunes is fantastic, and. So far, no one else has been able to get that. And you know what? What is it? Is it buck ninety nine an episode? I think it's ninety nine cents a song. I think it's buck ninety nine an episode or something like that. That's doable. Um, I don't know. I they I think that they forget though that they say okay, we'll we'll make our own website. We'll put it available there. You can go and watch it with commercials. But that's not the same thing. People who are uh, uh, are many of our millions of international listeners will tell you that to be able to watch something on their iTunes and transfer it to their computers and little share of Americana, and then maybe they'll watch the DVDs or they'll buy the DVDs. People are they're short-sighted when they got out of iTunes. That's what I say. Wow. And I think that was under the first five minutes of the podcast. Yes, so it was. So hopefully, Jerry will be able to hear Jerry. Our next question. He did know Anchor Steams, though, so he must maybe be from originally from the San Francisco area. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, is from Tom uh, in San Bruno. Uh, this one comes uh, was dated March 21st. Good work, Benny. And you notice, <laughs> notice at the top, it says Benny Evangelista. Yeah. Lista. Yeah, I just, God, I just, what is Lista. his name? What is his name? I just, yeah. said Benny 50, just found, found this email. 49 yep. podcasts. We still can't get his name right. He it's just found it. Tom found and it. Sam Bruno, Old Sandy B, or The Brew. <laughs> he, he offers us two. We said, let's go with The Brew. You know what? I, I, I got to give him credit. What's his name again? Tom. Tom, because I wasn't listening to you. Uh, Tom, God love you. He's probably not listening now because he's he sent it in a month ago and Benny just dragged his feet. Uh, but you got it. Oh, old Sandy B made me laugh out loud. San Bruno. But the brew is better. The brew. Yeah, the yeah. brew. Living in the brew. Tim, question boy, and Benny, I very much enjoy the talk machine and become a regular listener. But I do take issue with all the hating towards one of the funniest shows on television, CSI Miami. Funniest? Or from the funniest. Oh, wow. From the ridiculous plots, the corny one-liner cold opens, the sunglasses fetish, and David Caruso endlessly chewing the scenery like it was stale beef jerky. CSI Miami packs more laughs per minute than most sitcoms. For TV so bad, it's good. This is my number one pick. I beg you to give it another chance. Thanks again for bringing us TVTM. Tom and P.S. Jeremy's long riff on TV dinners, which is a wow. TVTM classic. A classic, yes. Left out the best one: the hungry hombre Mexican dinner. You haven't lived until you've enjoyed a piping hot portion of coconut flan. Oh wow! Can you imagine how long that coconut flan oh, has been God, in there? Yeah. The hungry hombre dinner. All right, we'll try that. Good letter. I'm sorry that it was uh, three weeks old. Now, if you won't be able to see this on the podcast, the oral podcast, but now Joe and I are going to stare glaringly at Benny. Good work, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that is, that's called quality podcast. That is quality a podcasting. Silent stare. Because you could visualize it. Yeah. It's yeah. theater of the mind. You think Jerry's still awake in Paris? <laughs> no, he's gone. No, he's gone. He's, he's gone. done. Maybe he's getting some right now. Oh, God. Somebody's <laughs> Maybe got it was to. a table setter for him. <laughs> that was a table setter. Maybe hey, one s- earbud in his, in his uh, girlfriend's ear. One in or his, boyfriend's ear. Or boyfriend's ear. Yeah. We don't want to assume anything. We don't want to assume anything. He said partner. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. You take the one of the butt out. No, he wouldn't do that because he listens to us. He knows that if, if he puts the other earbud in his partner's ear, yeah. there's no sex. Why not? Maybe Wait, it would be. Well, no, Maybe we are not. Gonna, we are not setting the table for anybody. 
How do you no know? No one's going to want to. I... No Call one's in one eight eight SFC TVTM if if, if if this is a pot, if this is a table center. <laughs> have you ever had life? sex to <laughs> TVTM in the background? No, no, no. Have it like uh, in in advance. It's so it's a table a, setter. Yeah, yeah. It's four. It's setting the table. Yeah, it's setting it's the table. You're saying I have heard this incredible podcast. <laughs> Let's make love. <laughs> no, I don't think so. But you could say, you know, it could be say, honey, these guys are talking about gardening. It's something you might want to consider. I could yeah, see. It could be. I could I, see yeah. somebody saying that. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a dear Abby. You put the ladder right. underneath somebody's pillow or something. Right. Oh, right here. Right. Okay, to I have those gargle. uncomfortable conversations. Yes, if you, we can take care of those uncomfortable conversations for you, <laughs> because we have one once a week. We, we have an uncomfortable <laughs> conversation right here. <laughs> this is exactly what it is. All right, let's get to it. We're rolling. Sir Tim, the boy and the man. The boy and the man. Yeah. Manny the Knobs, and you're the boy and the man. That's a yes. first. No yeah, one's ever said nice. made that. No one's ever said that. Evangelist. From uh, <laughs> Bob Mack in the Napa Valley, the 7 and 7. The 7 and 7. Now, shouldn't that be, shouldn't yes. it be 707, or should it be 7 and 7? 7 and 7. He says 7 and 7. Bob Mack. Bob Mack in the uh, Napa Valley. I like it. 7 mm. and 7. And he gives us. he begins with a lovely image. Yes. Sitting here in my springtime extra short shorty robe. <laughs> With my freshly shorn garden peeping through the terry towel flaps. I oh, terry felt... wow. towel flaps. <laughs> I felt compelled to write in. I don't have a question because, well, I could just Google it, and it would be accurate. Oh, oh, uh, unfair! Why the hate? Uh, why, yeah, why the anger? Why do you lash out? He could Google it. It'd be faster and it'd be more accurate. Wow. And it would be quickly answered. I'm actually just writing to thank you. Last August, you wrote an article about the passing of Tom Snyder in which you mentioned his Tomorrow Show. Yes. I put the DVD set in my Netflix queue and have only gotten, I've only just now gotten around to watching him. They're totally fascinating. So far, I've seen musicians talk about the lack of radio airplay, DJs who are unwilling to be anything other than corporate pods. People discussing the lack of morality on TV and bands rebelling against, quote, society. <laughs> 30 years ago, people were talking about the same things as they are today, and we think it's all new. So thanks again, Sir Tim, for turning me on to that series. Bob Mack in the 7 and 7. Nice letter, Bob Very Mack nice. in the 7 and 7. And we got it within the first uh, 48 hours, probably, of actually yes, mailing it. Right, uh-huh. That was sent uh, Saturday, night at, at, uh, Saturday night at almost 11 p.m. Wow. Bob. He's probably yeah. He, you think he just came home, or maybe just sitting around? Or? I think he maybe had a, he poured a little glass of uh, red, yeah, like me, and uh, indulged. Uh, Tom Snyder, I, you have been a long time, fan. long time fan of Tom and Snyder. I, I've, I've loved Tom Snyder. He is he's or was was just yes. fantastic. In fact, people don't know this, but the but this but the TV talk machine is in honor of Tom Snyder. I did not know that. Yes, it is. This the TV talk machine uh was people you, you think I'm going to make a joke and you're kind of no, but it's not. true. Seriously. Uh I uh I was I guess kind of pals with Tom Snyder. We knew each other. Yeah. We've had hung out and when I went to one of his parties and his going away party in Los Angeles which was fantastic. Uh I could write a book on that. Um and he lived in Marin. He lived in yeah he lived in no he lived in um, <clears throat> Marin County but it's uh, what it's, what's one of the islands out there it's uh, the fancy schmancy ones Tiburon Tiburon no. Tiburon or the one next to it the neighboring one one of the two uh, and people out there know him uh, or did and 
he just kept saying, "Let's, you know, do you want to go to lunch? Let's get together for lunch." And I never did it. And I kept because I kept thinking, you know, wouldn't it be great? I love when I, this guy's message about this um, these uh, Tomorrow Show um, DVDs, and they've broken them up into genres. And the one that I wrote about was him interviewing like the Clash yeah. and the Jam and all this great stuff. And uh, he was so good with all the punk rockers. It was just amazing. Yeah, it was, it was Johnny Rotten interview. Oh, Johnny Rotten, yeah, yeah. a classic. Just wore him down. Just yeah. say, basically said, I will outlast you. Nothing, I, I, you. nothing you can do can put me off. Tom Snyder, misunderstood visionary. Right? He is a true mission, yes. misunderstood visionary. Yes. And uh, so I just thought, you know, I, I watched this thing. I said, wouldn't it be great to have an archival place where I can go at some point and like, not our stuff, obviously. We, we wouldn't. You, you and I doing it. No, one's, I'm not going to go back and listen to this in 20 years. But the stuff that, well, I might, or even three days, or even three days, or even as you, I don't, you don't even listen to it. <laughs> so it's not, it's not even archival for you because you don't even listen to like this week's podcast. But like for all the one, like the Eddie Izzard interview and the uh, the stuff from Ken Burns and 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 uh, uh, all the people we've done. Who else have we done? Or else have I done, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what is Ken Burns? Ken, Ken Burns, yes. And then and Ken Burns Ken five Burns, more yeah. times. But uh, <laughs> I think the Ken Burns one is Ricky still being Gervais recorded. Ricky Gervais and uh, all, all those people. And I, I've got Olbermann coming up and uh, all kinds of stuff. Duchovny. Duchovny, we've done, we've done a bunch of them. But anyway, and it's still not as much as i supposed to do. But I just figured, like, in 20 years or t- even 10 years, it would be cool to come back and be able to still have that somewhere. And just that's kind of like my archival thing. And it, it was all because... Uh, going back and watching stuff from Tom. And then, unfortunately, when Tom passed away, we never had to, had lunch, and I swore right then, let's start the TVTM, and let's, let's really? get this done. Yeah. That's very nice. So it all ties it's a touching, touching tribute. Touching moment. Yes. Should we right, stare at Benny now? <laughs> let's stare at him. We're not allowed to actually have uh, real emotions here, other than... Uh, yeah, really? Yeah. So let's, we'll pass on to the next one. All right. Jim and Haystack... Or the, Hayward, California. The Haystack. I like that. That's better than Hayward. Yeah. Uh, Haystack. Tim in question, boy, I started listening to your colleague, Mick and Leba. Oh, God. Which is the Mick LaSalle podcast. Right. right? Why bother? What, what is that called? It's called uh, We're Kicking Their Ass, is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to bring it? You bring it. Oh. I started listening to your colleague, Rude. Mick and Leba, while ago and was mesmerized at the unprofessional broadcast they did. <laughs> I never thought it was possible to get further down than that until I listened to you guys. That's right. And proud of it. The weekly catastrophe that you guys call a podcast <laughs> is the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. Reminds me of the conversations I used to have with my college roommates when we were stoned out of our minds and our attention would jump from, from each other to the three for 99 cents hot dogs from 7-Eleven to, quen- to quench our munchies. Oh, those are good. Keep up. The Podcast of Doom. Yes. I think we may have a tagline there. The Podcast of Doom. There's just not enough dumbassification in the world to keep me entertained. Yes. By the way, just to, add a, just to add a TV comment so that you guys can imitate relevance, <laughs> oh. how in the hell can you stand watching Battlestar Galactica? Oh. I like the sci-fi channel, but that show is the most depressing thing I've seen on TV. The situation of the show gets worse every week, and just when you think it couldn't, couldn't get any more hopeless, they find one more downturn. <laughs> Take care, Jim and Haystack. In the Haystack. <laughs> the Haystack. He just says Haystack. In Haystack. Oh. Oh, we have a, quote, we have a note <clears throat> on this. This one went to, uh, again, the podcast site to Benny and Marcus Chan, who is the czar of multimedia yes, here. Yes, multimedia czar oh, Marcus yes. Chan. 
And the man responsible for cutting this podcast yes. in two. Yes. And, yeah, terrible idea. And plus overpaid. Uh, I know. <laughs> right. I mean, it's cut, it was cush. Benny does all the work. What does Marcus do? Uh, he has, Marcus has got his own office, too. Closed yeah, door a, and yeah, everything. Closed yeah. Benny's not even allowed to look at him you know, during, <laughs> up, the, up there. He has to call him Mr. Chan. Mr. Chan. Mr. Chan! He says, uh, Marcus has a note to Benny, gee, maybe you should spend even less time editing their podcast. The less polished, the more entertaining. <laughs> So well, this, this is good news. It's less work for Benny. It's less work for Benny, and it's a, and it's a, uh, it's a confirmation that what we do best, which is provide nothing and provide it badly, yeah. is a success. Yeah. It's a hit with the listeners. Promise nothing and provide nothing. <laughs> Promise nothing, give nothing. Yeah. Right. No one's disappointed that it's way. The podcast of do- podcast of doom. Yeah, the podcast of doom. <laughs> dun dun dun. We need some chilly, <laughs> yeah, chilly some music. Dun 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 dun. Uh, theremin. Or I something. love how he he uh, he referenced Chuck D, who I've been referencing for like two years now with yes. dumbassification of America. Uh, yes, and we have completely added to it with this this podcast. Well, you speaking of dumbassification of America, today in your column you endorsed your longtime nemesis CBS and their sitcoms. I was shocked at that news. That's it. Well, two things. One, that was almost a professional transition. You just like that. You went and ran with it. You're getting there, the young Ed McMahon. You are right, my friend. A great one. Wow, it was almost like we planned that, uh, which we didn't. Uh, yeah, I did. I came out today in uh, the Monday column and said, because I am a comedy snob, and so I was able to say, you know, a second look at these CBS sitcoms, which are which are multi-camera with a laugh track, and if you don't like that stuff, which I don't really like, it's just... But I got to say that I found some a lot of laughs and a lot of merit in the craft, right? You know, it's not something that I would seek out every week, but How I Met Your Mother is by far their best uh, sitcom, which I think is funny, and I do tape that every week. Um but like rules of engagement with Patrick Warburton, uh, who plays the tick. I love Patrick Warburton because he's just he's just the same guy in every role. Uh, and um, uh, Big Bang Theory. I'm less of less of a fan of Two and a Half Men because it's just it's just tough to get through it. But um, I gotta say, even in Two and a Half Men, the, you know what? They hire decent writers, and and if you get a decent writer in a half an hour, they're gonna hit a couple out of the park. So I, I don't know if that's worth it, but the other ones are certainly worth it. A lot of funny stuff there. A lot going, lot going on. A lot of stuff that they deserve credit for. And you have officially turned into the fat guy with a hot wife. <laughs> what What are you doing? Are you ta- look at I got the tight sweater on going today. Looking Looking good. You know, I'm just I'm. You're getting ready for Paris. I'm eating right and, and yeah and uh, and working out. All right, Concords. A question from Ian in the two in the three two three. The three two three. That's, that's L.A. L.A. Right. Yes. Sir Tim in question, boy. First question, where do the MILFs of MILF Island <laughs> fit into the kitten cougar paradigm? Very good. Good knowledge because it's uh, 30 Rock and MILFs. So it's really, and cougars, which is all of us. Love MILFs. Second question. <laughs> did I just say that? Yes. I did, right? That's our new our tagline. We love MILFs. We do love MILFs. Who doesn't love oh MILFs? God, yeah. With, high, with, with cougars. Absolutely. Uh, what's the status of Flight of the Concords these days? Brit! Brit! Present! Uh, was it in any way affected by the writer's strike, or were they insulated from that in New Zealand? Will we see a conclusion to last year's cliffhanger, in which the crazy dogs conquered the, <laughs> the pop world, and Murray was beginning to big-time the boys? <sighs> Uh, that is a question. It is that a question. is a question, oh great one. <laughs> Who was his name again? 
Murray. No, his name. Oh, oh, Ian and the three two three. Ian. Yeah, it, it was affected by the strike. They are, uh, and then it got. It's uh, from what I understand, it's going to be pushed back. But I just want to in- interject here that uh, I saw one of their only U.S. dates last year, as you well they're, know. They're coming the back, Ray, right? And I have tickets now to the to, to the, to the, to the Fillmore. I am. No, there. It's not at this Fillmore. I think it's at the um, Warfield. No, it's the one right there, the Legion of whatever, not the Legion, the one right there off of the freeway, the uh, Fisherman's thing. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. You know what? Be able no to make one, it people in Paris don't care about us where they're playing. But uh, I'm going to the flight of the Concords, FOTC, as we say. Uh, but I saw them in L.A. at the El Rey, which is fantastic. But so, is, it, is it a good show? Because I was like, uh, It is a I great like show, and, they're very, they're a, and they do longer versions of some of their songs. They all add verses, because these guys, you know, they're just riffing off of each yeah. other. Uh, I got to tell you that when they played the El Rey in, in uh, Los Angeles, uh, I was with the HBO people, and and one of the things that they were, these guys were saying was that it was the biggest place that they've ever played. Which and the El Rey is not very big, and so they were like saying, so they we're gonna over exaggerate because they're subtle guys, and all the subtle comments and like facial expressions would sort of sell the show. They said that they would for the people in the back. <laughs> They would over-exaggerate their face. So it was a great... They did like a couple of songs where they were totally o- pulling faces, as the Brits say. And um, they very funny. Good show. Who else did you go to that concert with? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Peter Hartlob's cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, who's going to possibly be a, uh, a question girl. Although she really? told me she stopped listening to the podcast. Really? Uh, no, tr- troubling, because she'd be our hottest uh, question girl by far, probably. She's... Stein. Peter doesn't well, want to know that. He doesn't want to know that I hung out no. with his cousin. I know. It really disturbs him. It really, really yeah. disturbs him. Uh, anyways, uh, Ian the 323 says he's keeping it brief like my man Too Short in the Five and Dime. Oh. Too Short, East Bay Zone. Yep. And P.S. Share your uh, affection for the Rilo Kiley. Oh, yeah. Love Rilo Kiley. They're also coming to town. I'm seeing them this Thursday. In uh, one of the more surreal events of the last year, I also ran into Jenny Lewis, lead singer of Rilo Kiley. In Echo Park bathroom a few months ago. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dream come true. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the presence of mind to say something like, how's it hanging, Red? <laughs> or ask for her hand in marriage. Enjoy the concert. One of the two would have worked for me. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think I have Mrs. Cranky Pants's uh, go-ahead if I... She's on your list, your uh, short list of... Oh, Jenny Lewis? Get the, oh, no, yeah. but get for the go-ahead. The, uh, yeah, I think, I think I would get, get the, the green, green light. light on that. Yeah. Um, if that cold day in hell were to pass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I think it was uh, Fly of the Concords was pushed back, and we might not see them until January on HBO. Seriously. Oh, oh I'm like, forget I know. Forget Too it. long. I'm good. I but the box set is out. The box set of what, give me a little, Give me a little business time. It's business. It's business time. Yeah, good one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kelly from Virginia Beach. Oh, yes. Kelly from Virginia Beach. Springtime greetings from Virginia Beach. How do you spell Kelly's name with a Y or an K-E-L-L-E-Y. E-Y. Yes. K-L-L-E-Y. Oh, that's a little gratuitous, isn't it? Do you need the E in there? No, you don't. It could e have been is an silent. I. could have been an I or I-E. The, the E is silent. Oh, you are, you are the one, you are the one. You are. You're battling to try to get the host job here. No, no, you are the great one. <laughs> As always, digging, still digging the podcast, even the chatter about vasectomies. However, uh, yeah. however, over the last several weeks, something has been bugging me just a little, and I finally figured it out. It's the Bill Walton thing. Oh. Not that I don't enjoy it, but it has occurred to me that it actually sounds more like Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Thanks, Kelly. Oh, how can oh. you confuse the greatness that is that is me? Coach Wooden would never make that mistake. <laughs> oh my God. SpongeBob is a ratings leader and a Hall of Famer, just like I am, though. <laughs> wow! Uh, really? Like Patrick from SpongeBob? That's a, that's a swear. I thought it was the better. Who would you? Who was the guy in the Christmas show? You said he sounded like for Santa Claus. For Santa. For Santa in in, in the in the classic. Uh, uh, Rudolph was it Rudolph? Rudolph the Red-Nosed yeah. Reindeer, yeah. Uh, S- brutal <laughs> Santa. Oh, oh, Rudolph, you blow. <laughs> You'll never amount to anything. You can't pull any sleigh in this league. So, but wait a minute. How could we pass? Really, Patrick from yeah, that's, we have to SpongeBob? Go, I have to listen to that. I'm All right, I'm going to, yeah, you know, I'm down re-listen. on SpongeBob. Though. I've never been a fan of it. I haven't either. I never was able it's to catch on. It's too loud. Yeah. Louder, not louder than Dora. Not though. screw Dora. It's yeah. not it never as loud as Dora. Dora is like, she <laughs> I don't know why you laugh so hard when we make fun of Dora. It's just it's wrong on so many accounts to make fun of Dora. Why? It's not wrong to make fun of Dora. She is loud. That's why it's so God, perfect. She's uh, she's shut she's... the hell up. <laughs> All, All right. right. So next question. Moving Another on. CBS question. Oh, God. I think this is the aging of our of our podcast <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All six of them. Seven. It's a question about how I met your mother. And mm-hmm. there's, a, there's not even a name on this. Not even a name or a city or anything. Really? Yes. What is going on with the laugh track on this show? Have they put a new track in since the strike? There's a very tinny and irritating sound. And I'm taken right out of my of the joke. Of the, I'm sorry. And I've been taken right out of the show joke every time I hear it. A few friends have said the same thing. So we just want to know, is it new? Can they fix it? Will they fix it? Thanks. But no name. No name. Should we refuse to answer? Yeah, I just, I'm going to, you know what? You can't see this on the podcast, but I'm going to cross my arms defiantly across my chest. Just, you refuse to answer this. Denial. You know, I think you should refuse to answer it on the basis of people, several people talking about how I met your mother. (laughs) No, it's a funny show. It is a funny show. Okay, I do have a story about this, which clearly is going to push us into three podcast territory this week. But... I have not noticed the difference in the pod in the uh, soundtrack, laugh track. Not enough diet coke. Have not noticed that, but it is kind of funny to me that someone would notice that and then discuss it with other people who also noticed it. Because I just don't like the I don't like a laugh track at all. They all sound so I, it's never that I cannot not notice it, but I guess I didn't notice it getting worse. Um, I did a column a while I think a couple of summers ago when I was in L.A. about. There's all kinds of uh, laugh tracks, and there's a you know there's live audience laughter, which is you it's even worse than a laugh track, and so because it's like everybody's over laughing and they're and, and they're, people are prompted to laugh. they're prompted to laugh and they're over laughing and 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 they're and come on let's be honest here, they came out to L.A. on vacation. Somebody said hey you want to see a show, they got free tickets to a show and they went in there and then they got they over laugh at all the jokes. But there is a guy, there's a, like a laugh track guy, I swear to God, did a story on this guy. He, uh, he sells like a, a, a laugh track system, but with all kinds of things. Like you want, it, you want like a, one, guy, one guy with a guffaw on the back? Or, or you know, do you want it really bright? Do you want it um, uh, like, a, like a, a surge where it starts slow and then it builds up? There's all kinds of laughs that they, that they, they push, press the button and they show you these different laughs. Now I laugh at laugh tracks when I hear that guy or the woman or whoever who's like, they have a rush of laughter. And then there's one guy in the background who, just as it's dying down, goes, 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. It's you, actually. Right. Ho, ho, ho. You. So I, that makes me laugh. I, I laugh at dumb stuff. But so that you can go, there's a guy who sells to the networks different stuff. I had heard that some of the laugh tracks were composed of old radio audiences. You ever hear this? So these are actually dead people laughing. Wow, much so like <laughs> much like our audience. <laughs> Dead people laugh. Uh, I did not know that. That is a good. Um, that is a good. That is unconfirmed. Be. Yeah, and there's also a thing called sweetener. You like you sweeten. Some things have to be sweetened to make it like louder at certain jokes, and some things are sort of decreased or desweetened. How about will they fix it though? No, no, never. But I answered the question. I mean, you little did. props. You answered to that. a couple. Many of those questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, Lauren in San Francisco. Lauren? Yes. All right. Or Lauren. Probably no, Lauren. No, it's, it's Lauren. It's not Lauren. Ralph Lauren? No, it's Lauren. Incompetence, my backyardigan, she writes about. Oh. Being called out for alleged writer incompetence was bad enough, but by you, Joe and Benny, <laughs> pots, kettle, kettle, pots. <laughs> I wrote a couple of weeks back about the problems with your podcast and iTunes. I was a little surprised to hear my email read on the air. Oh, yes, we did. Talk about your slow listener mail days. <laughs> I appreciate the effort, and at least I got an answer, even if it was the expected, we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Thankfully, the problem seemed to resolve itself, and the bounty that is the TV talk machine has been coming through loud and clear ever since. All right. On a side note, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you'll have to dial the listener total back to seven. I'm not a new listener writer. I just don't normally write for my work email. But thanks for blowing my cover. <laughs> Thankfully, my employers are hearing impaired, and the closed captioning of the podcast is, unbelievably so, even more unintelligible than the audio version. <laughs> Lauren in San Francisco. Wow. Well, wow. we got a lot of heat today. We're wow. getting... A lot of heat out there. It. Now, do we, do we prompt this? Do we ask people to bring the heat to us? Because yeah. we're getting a lot of grief. I know that we, we tell people to be angry, but I don't think we necessarily say they'd be angry at us. The uh, spring is in the air. I thought there'd be more sort of an upbeat feeling. I thought, that, where's the joy? Where's the love, actually? That might even be it. Uh, but you know what, Lauren? She said it just sort of mysteriously fixed itself. We had a guy who actually called in in answer to that and gave us the, remember, he puts them in playlists and seamlessly puts them together. I was asleep during that response, but I'm sure it was accurate. <laughs> I'm sure it was good. Well, well, actually, I did a little research on that question before yes. she first uh, you said You did wait, research? Wait, wait, excuse uh, me, you Get out. <laughs> in research. <laughs> All right. There was a little problem uh, for some reason in refreshing the podcast on on iTunes. It seemed to be like um, a several hour delay at that point in that week, but now it's cleared up again. So I don't know. It's 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 an answer, but it's not an answer because we don't we still don't know what was the matter. Are you sure that that several hour delay just wasn't another one of our podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> I might have lost it somewhere. Yeah, that's true. No, iTunes probably lost it somewhere. Oh, so all the good stuff we just said about iTunes, we take back. Yeah. We're now available on Hulu.com. <laughs> <laughs> and that will conclude our 49th Tim Goodman TV Talk Machine yes. podcast. We work without a laugh track here. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I got a good laugh. You're good. That is our laugh track. Yeah, that, I am the laugh track, and you are as well. Yes. Um, and usually just everybody, <laughs> everybody else who's... Who, let's just forget it. Let's yeah. just end. And we're Let's done. And we're done. Well, don't you want to get the number? Oh, for God's sake, we were out. And then we got pulled every time we try to get out. Now we're at the 50 minute mark. All right. What's our number, Joe? 1 888 SFC TV TM. Or you can email us at 
what podcasts at sfchronicle.com podcasts at sfgate.com podcast singular podcasts plural Pod- podcasts at sfgate.com <laughs> boy the professionalism just seeps <laughs> or, through or t goodman at sfchronicle or t goodman at sfchronicle.com or you can make an use your mp3 player and make us a call, especially if you're living somewhere outside of the continental U.S., make us a call in an MP3. Send it to podcasts plural at sfgate.com, and uh, we'll play it. All right, see you back here for the historic 50th TVTM.